0: Change your mindset to change the trajectory of your life for the better. With Cliff Ravenscraft, the Mindset Answer Man, on episode number 238 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller.
1: And so the transformation, Brad, was realizing that, wait a second, I've spent a decade over here as an associate pastor, preaching, leading Bible studies, having a handful of meaningful conversations here and there. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to belittle any of the experiences, there was some pretty incredible things I had the opportunity to do to be of support to others.
0: I am humbly pleased that you've allowed me to step into your life for a few moments here today as we continue to navigate how we deal with adversity in our lives and achieve our life of peace and prosperity and purpose. You can always head over to DrBradMiller.com where we have over 230 episodes of this podcast which are designed to help you to indeed to grow through Whatever adversity you go through, it's also there at drbradmiller.com slash 40-day way, where you can find the ACTS plan guide, which will help you to create your own PLP, your personal life plan. Here on today's episode, episode number 238, we are very pleased to be talking about our mindset, about having a dream and having a way to accomplish our dream. We have Cliff Ravenscraft with us. He is the Mindset Answer Man, and we have a three-part episode upcoming. We're going to talk the whole theme of our whole three-part episode with Cliff Ravenscraft is about how to free the dreams in your life to have your fulfilled life, how to live the life of your dreams So today we're going to hear on episode 238, we're going to listen to Cliff's story about how he overcome some limiting beliefs in his life and transition from a a life as an insurance agent into a life of developing programs and processes. And what many I came to know Cliff about is the podcast answer man in the world of podcasting. And now he has shifted to helping people to expand whatever they want to do in their life. He's the mindset after man to change your mind in order to change your life. We're going to hear his story today about how he did that for himself. In episode 239, we're going to hear about the free-to-dream process, how you can apply his processes into your life. Then in episode 240, Cliff's going to share with us about how These processes we're talking about how to free the dream can help you decide to live truly alive. And then on episode 241, I'm going to come back and share with you some of my thoughts about uh, how you can defeat dream killers in your life. We'll talk a little bit about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I you're going to love this series of episodes we have about having a dream and fulfilling your dreams and the process that you need to go through. So our guest today is Cliff Ravenscraft. And one of the things I really want you to do is to go over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free, and that's where he has a free video called How to Live, your, Live the Life of Your Dreams. It's really going to help you be really uh, primed for the message he's going to share with us here today on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Look forward to hearing from Cliff Ravenscraft, our guest today on Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. Let's get into that conversation right now. We welcome you to this podcast. I'm Dr. Brad Miller, glad to be with you, and we are certainly glad to be with you the Mindset Answer Man today. His name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Cliff, welcome to our conversation today. Brad, I am
1: delighted to have this opportunity to connect with you at a deeper level and also to be exposed
0: to your audience. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's great. And we've known each other for a few years, and I've certainly been aware about your work, the podcast Answer Man and many other levels. And I've been involved with some personal workshop that you've led. But I also know the last uh, several years you have been really focus on mindset the mindset answer man and particularly how that is a part of a training and coaching and influence of people who are going through transitions and that leads me to think that you've gone through some transitions yourself and that you've had some really pivotal moments can we talk about that for just a minute some of the pivotal changes you made particularly as it relate to profound
1: transformation. There's a number of them that come to mind and I'll try to just briefly cover them and if you want me to go in depth on any of these, feel free to lead me in that direction. So a couple of major pivotal directions. Back in 1996, I would I had just started working for my family's business, which was an insurance agency, independent insurance agency it was started by my grandfather in 1937. My mom and dad owned it at the time when I started working there in 1996. They hired me to help them set up a computer network and so that they could become digital in their agency. So I had a lot of skills with computers and stuff like that. And I said, listen... I will gladly come work for the family business as long as you agree to two things. Number one, that you'll never force me to get my life insurance license or my health insurance license or auto and home and business insurance license. Cause I have no desire to stay in this business. I'm coming here to do what you've asked me to do, set up your computer systems. And I just, I will work here for as long as you want until I'm offered an opportunity to become a full-time pastor because in 1996, going all the way back to when I was 18 years old, I felt a calling on my life. I want to minister to others. I want to be of service to others. I want to encourage others. I'd already been leading Bible study groups from the time I was 18 years old, leading small groups of young adults at that time, all the way up through all these years. And in 1996, I'm like, you know what, if there's, if you're going to ask me what would I like to do For a living, my my answer to that would be ministry to others, service to others. Being from Northern Kentucky, in my background, the limited exposure I had to career opportunities, I the one person I chose to go speak about this feeling like this is what I want to do full time with my life. The first person I spoke to about that was my pastor at the time. Okay. And he says, Cliff, you're obviously called to be a full-time pastor. And he's like, why don't we go before the church board, tell, let them ask you some questions. You can tell them your story, your heart. And sure enough, I did that. They confirmed, Cliff, you're definitely supposed to be an elder in the church. You're meant to be a pastor. This is God's calling on your life. And so that is the direction I was heading. Even though I worked in my family's insurance agency, my, my mission, my passion, my everything, I thought was that I was gonna be a full-time pastor. I ended up being an associate pastor for 10 years while still working in the insurance office. But over time, the big, the first major transformation for me was the, and I don't know the date, I don't know how many years it is, but there was just a pivot somewhere where I realized I no longer have a desire ever to be a full-time pastor. If I was given the opportunity It's about a 99.999% certainty I would never accept such an offer. Instead, I believe that my greatest ministry is happening right here in this little insurance agency in Northern Kentucky where I am being of the greatest service and counsel and encouragement and support to about fifteen to 16,000 clients right here in my geographic region. I, the, and so the transformation, Brad, was realizing that wait a second—I've spent a decade over here as an associate pastor, preaching, leading Bible studies, having a handful of meaningful conversations here and there. And don't get me wrong—I don't want to belittle any of the experiences. There was some pretty incredible things I had the opportunity to do to be of support to others, but the opportunities seemed very few and far between. The membership of our church was about 200 people. So the opportunities were somewhat limited. Whereas, like I said, 15 to 16,000 people in insurance agency, I'm often the first person somebody calls when their child is just killed in a car accident or mm-hmm. their house okay. is burned to the ground or there's a tornado that just came through. You talk about an opportunity to be of s- support and care and empathy and love to an individual. That was happening for me. Those kind of experiences, at least on a quarterly basis and sometimes a monthly basis,
0: depending on what was going on. So that – Being insurance, you were dealing with real-life drama really up front and center.
1: Yeah, and instead of uh, – yeah, and as a past as associate pastor, I was dealing with real-life drama. Yes. With a pool of 200 people, it, the opportunities to really use of the kind of support I can give was somewhat limited. And even if I were to become a pastor of a megachurch in my area, megachurch would be five thousand people. I understand. And I had here, I have actively fifteen thousand clients who are going to call me when something terrible goes wrong in their life on all fronts. Because by this point, I had become licensed for auto, home, a business. Life and health insurance. So, if anything happens with your home, anything happens in an auto, anything that happens with your health, or if somebody dies in your family, I'm usually going to be the person you call.
0: So, that was your calling was at that moment was in the insurance agency. At that moment. So something happened. Something transitioned out of that. Then I, I want to just say that the
1: first transition, just in case anybody didn't pick it up, the first massive trans transition transformation was this belief that I used to believe that my calling had to be done within this thing called official ministry the institution and now i see that my greatest calling which is being of service to others really is what it you just having a life devoted to being of service to others i now made the transition to insurance work this i see this as my calling i see this as my mission not insurance wasn't my mission insurance wasn't my calling but being of service always has been. It just went from I'm going to fulfill that calling through pastor role. And now I'm fulfilling it as insurance agent role. But then that led to the next transformation. Tell me if you're ready for me to
0: go. No, to- let's, let's go. Let's give a flyover, if you will, of these major points that we're we'll going to go a little deeper when I, when something strikes me here.
1: Yep. So what happened was I started podcasting as a hobby with my wife about a television show of all things. The TV show was lost, and I had already been a tech geek. I'm an early doctor of new technology, and podcasting was relatively new. And one thing led to another. I launched this podcast with my wife. We ended up having 27,000 subscribers <laughs> around the world wow. by our third podcast episode. Holy cow. And this is the early days of podcasting when it was prevalent like it is now. Yep. And within a year, we had grown our, we actually launched other podcasts about other television shows. People started asking us all sorts of questions about the themes and some of the things we were sharing about our personal lives inside of these podcast episodes. So we created a podcast related to business, family, faith. We had lots of shows and had grown our audience well over a hundred thousand and ultimately grew to hundreds of thousands. So, Brad, what is my calling? What is my mission, my purpose? To be of service to others. And just there was once a day where I realized that the role of head pastor would be too much of a limit for what I feel called <laughs> to be in this world. Yes. And insurance agent in Northern Kentucky with 15,000 seemed to be a greater opportunity
0: to live out my calling. Now, So you found a bit of your big why, but now you're finding your hows here and how to go for channels here. Okay, I'm with you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and now all of a sudden I'm faced with this thing where I'm now able to reach hundreds of thousands of people around the world every single week. But yet I'm devoting a majority of my working time, 40, 50 hours a week, to serving only 15,000 people. And quite frankly, Read What I was saying before, those opportunities to have those really meaningful conversations, they were once a quarter, occasionally once a month. Most of my day as an insurance agent is filling out paperwork, doing quotes on different coverage options, and faxing proof of insurance cards to people who refuse to take their copies to the courthouse with them. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And so I began to have another dream. And that dream was, wow, I wonder what life would be like if I could go over here. And do this mission, this calling of being of service to others, entertaining, educating, encouraging, and inspiring others to break free from anything, holding them back from living the life they feel God calling them to live. If I could do that for hundreds of thousands of people, I wonder if there's a way that I can make a living doing that. And that was the next major transition.
0: And yet those are leaps of faith. And overcoming fear as well. And that's the theme I'd kind of like to touch with you here is how faith and fear come into play as you talk about these transitions. But please keep going.
1: Then the next transition that happened was I first of all, that led me into this thing here. And if you're listening by audio, I'm pointing to a little logo on my microphone and it says Podcast Answer Man. And so one of the ways... I had a limiting belief at the time that people wouldn't pay me for encouraging conversations, but they'd pay me to teach them something that's tangible. I don't have a podcast and I can teach you how to have a podcast. So I created Podcast Answer Man and I became a podcast consultant and coach. Ultimately ended up training more than 40 thousand people how to launch a podcast, generated millions of dollars in revenue from doing so. And after about a decade, I realized once again that now I've painted myself in a corner. I still have this massive opportunity to talk about things that are really important in life, but here I am answering people's technical questions. Hey, what microphone should I use? Or how do I get rid of this buzzing noise out of my podcast audio? And I'm like, is this really the best use of my time answering all these questions? I know I get paid incredibly well for it, but I really want to, I want to have these meaningful life transformative conversations. And yeah, I'm getting more opportunity as the podcast answer man, as I was as the insurance. This is, I want to make a change, but I still had some significant issues. And one of the big things that happened for me sitting behind a microphone all the time, not being physically active. I'd gotten to the place where I was weighing almost 300 pounds and I was okay. very unhealthy, very physically un- inactive, did not eat well at all, had lots of stress throughout all this time and trying to manage the market ups and downs of clients coming in. And am I going to be able to make enough money to pay the bills this month? There's a lot of that in the early days and it really wrecked my health. And so one of the things that I knew that I wanted to make a transformation is to go from an incredibly unhealthy, unfit individual into living more in alignment with what I feel called to live. And so November two thousand fourteen, I made a commitment to begin living. So I know that sounds I love crazy.
0: That. I love that. Begin living. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And yeah. So I'm just trying to think of this one quote. It's like, everybody's going to die, but not everyone will live. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's great.
0: I've heard it before, but I can't put my finger on it either who the quote is from, but yeah. And, and the
1: quote's a little, the quote is a little bit more eloquent than that, but it's, that's the heart of it. And what I realize is I have not been fully living, fully alive, utilizing what really motivates me and, and everything. I've been settling for the things that bring in the money The things that bring in financial certainty. But I've been, I've let so many other areas of my life slide. And so November 2014, I decided to first tackle my health and fitness. And then I would use whatever I learned there to implement in all my other areas of life. And sure enough, it wasn't strategy. It wasn't technique about how I can lose weight. There's a million books out there. They will all tell you how to do it. Sure. What I had to do is I had to change my mindset. I had made a decision. I was going to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. And I, I was just going to be done with this
0: wrestling, with all of this stuff. And that particular, the physical part, it really doesn't change for anybody. Your physical makeup, for your physiology, it's what you do with it. You just have to focus and get it done.
1: Yeah. And so I began to learn a lot about mindset, just how to change how I feel. And how I think about certain things like working out and about eating and all these other things. And as sure. soon as I learned the mindset stuff, all of a sudden, my my experience of life started to change. So, for example, back then, November 2014, I weighed almost 300 pounds. Today, I've lost over 100 pounds and put on over 20 pounds of muscle. As a result of that, and here I think we're going on seven, eight years, you can do the math on 2014 to 2022, but anyway, I have maintained this new lifestyle for this long, and it's it's all mindset. It's not that I haven't had any hiccups along the way, but – and so – what all of a sudden I'm like wow and I'm like I wonder if I can apply this to being a dad. I wonder if I can apply these mindset things to being a business owner. I wonder if I can my, apply this to my relationship with my wife and other people in my community. And all of a sudden I start began to see my entire life, every area of my life radically transformed because of the way that I was thinking and feeling about each of those aspects of my life. I used to joke and wear as a badge of honor just how far I'd gotten in life and I've hardly ever read a book. This is prior to <laughs> okay. 2012. Yeah. People talk about reading these books. Books are boring. Today, I'm currently in, this sounds crazy, I could show you on my Kindle, which is over there. Yeah. I'm in the middle right now of reading 129 different books. So you're
0: into them, you're reading consecutively, consecutive, you mean, over the course of a year, a goal, or you're into it no, right no. now? They're
1: like, I'm in the middle. I'm somewhere between the begin. I've already started, and I haven't yet finished 129 books.
0: Wow. Now, some people read, of course, just take a pull of excerpt out and just that's where they've read. Is that what you do, or do you try to read the whole book eventually?
1: I don't ever feel obligated to read an entire book from okay. beginning to end. As long as I open a book and I found something of value. So I might actually get into a book and read five paragraphs. I don't even finish the chapter, but man, if that five paragraphs just spoke to me, I'm gonna go pull out my journal, and I'm gonna journal about it. That's my process, really,
0: with all these books behind me. I try to pull out what I need or apply. Yep. Sometimes it's just the title, occasionally. But uh, yeah. yeah. and and But the thing that
1: I'm getting at here is, I have completed now, just within the last five years, probably about 300 books. And I'm in the midst of reading 129 currently right now. And I probably have about <laughs> over 100 that I haven't started yet, but they're all sitting there on my Kindle or on my bookshelf here. And the reason why I bring this up, not to brag, but just to say that the way I used to think and feel about reading caused me to never read books. But I changed how I think and feel about reading. And now I have an insatiable desire to read for hours every day. So there's, that's what I'm trying to get at here. If, if you want to know what is the transformation and how did I get beyond the fear? Cause I know that's where you want to go. Sure. It's about how I think. And stuff.
0: We're going to leave the conversation right there for Cliff uh, Ravenscraft. You heard him say about how he thinks and feels his transition of his mind is what led him to help him free the dream. And so we come back next time on episode number 239. We're going to talk some specifics about how to need free your dream in order to expand and to live the life of your dreams. And we're going to talk about how he faced his fears and got over that. Just a few key takeaway points from our conversation with Cliff today. He talked about a calling, about a calling on both a personal and a spiritual level. He talked about the faith factor here in his life. He was part of a a church and a faith-based environment. But his calling did not lead him to be, as a pastor, his calling led him into more of the public sector in the insurance world and then then podcasting. And then later on, we'll talk about here uh, teaching about mindset. And then also his change of mindset also had to do with his change of his physical health. A very important element here. You can't do much of anything if you don't have proper energy and proper health in your life. And he let that part of his life go, and then he had to work hard to gain control of his health. And then you heard him talk about how such a thing as reading became important once he changed his mind about that. Great stuff here from Cliff Ravenscraft. You're really going to want to tune into episode 239 when we talk about freeing the dream, about the process to do that. And then we're going to conclude our three-part episode with Cliff on uh, episode number 240. We're going to talk about uh, how to really not only free the dream, but then decide to be alive, decide to be fully alive and functional in your life. But thinking about this a lot one of the things that uh, Google every year around the end of the year we're recording this in mid January uh, around the end of the year of uh, they have the, the top search items that they have had and uh, Google put out the key search item of the end of 2022 into 2023 was the phrase how can i change and that's what we're talking about here with our conversation with Cliff is how can I change? Because people do want to change. That means they're not always satisfied with where they're whether where they're at in life. And our conversation with Cliff is indeed giving you some practical tips and pointers and a process about how you can change. That's what we're all about here at the Beyond Adversity Podcast, to helping you to face adversities in your life. It could be depression. It could be going through a bad divorce. It could be facing a disease, a health health issue. Maybe you're in debt. Maybe you had to face grief or death in your life. How can you face those things and move beyond them? How can you change and achieve your life of peace and prosperity and purpose? What I like to call your promised life. We're here to help. We have over 230 episodes of this podcast at drbradmiller.com and at drbradmiller.com slash 40-dayway is where you can find your ACTS plan guide. ACTS stands for A is for action, the C to connect with a higher power, the T to think with discipline, and the S to serve others with love. And how can you do that? We can be helpful to you. We're all about helping you to grow through what you go through. We're here to be helpful. So remember, next time, we'll be. Uh, Cliff's going to be sharing with us about how to free your dream. Episode 240, about how to uh, not only free your dream, but decide to live alive in your life. And episode 241, I'm going to be uh, sharing a little bit from my perspective about how to defeat those who want to kill your dreams. And we'll mention Dr. Martin Luther King and the... Uh, in the talk I want to give in a, in a few episodes here. Glad you're here with us. Remember to check out uh, Cliff's uh, his website, which is free the which is slash free, which is where you can get a video of how to live the life of your dreams. You're going to find it extremely helpful. We're here to be helpful to you. Thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. Until we meet again, remember to always do all the good that you can.
1: Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity,
0: and purpose.